Welcome to episode 109, Anchoring with the Angels, with Shenanda Scott. Welcome, I am your host, Claire Obeyed. Woman Awake is a soul-led journey of awakening through motherhood and womanhood. Woman Awake explores the soul-based, spirit-fueled, somatic and energetic journey of awakening, of consciousness. The power of an awakened woman lives in her life alignment, her inner attunement and her embodied transformation. This is not just my journey, but it is ours and together we seek to free our mind, feel our body, feed our soul and to hear our heart. As women, as mamas, we seek clarity, we embrace the truth, we dive into the discomfort of our shadows, we honour our healing and we be fully with our humanness whilst also being in our divinity too. Hi beautiful ones, welcome welcome to an incredible episode on Woman Awake. I am so excited because I'm having a conversation today with Shenanda Scott, who is a dear friend, a mentor, and now a published author of the New Angel Messages, Awaken with the Angels. Perhaps you have listened to episode 014, which I did quite a while ago with Shenanda, where we spoke about raising sensitive children, working with the angels, being an empath, and so much more. Shenanda is a woman that, oh my gosh, she has so much integrity and authenticity. The work that she, do, she does in the world, channeling and working with angels, is like nothing else I've ever experienced in my life. And she has actually supported me to change my life in so many ways. She spent an entire year, 365 days, channeling messages from the angels right in the thick of the pandemic. And it provided so much love and support and guidance to myself and thousands of people all over the world. So today we're diving into what it means to anchor with the angels and their messages, what it means to work with the angels, how we do this, and so much more. This conversation is so incredibly rich and juicy, and we are visited in the middle of this recording with angels. It's just so spectacular. It's such a delicious conversation. So I cannot wait to bring that to you. Before we dive into this conversation with Shenanda, let me just remind you that my in-person one-day retreat, this is live here on the Central Coast, is happening on April the 30th. It's called the Magdalene Frequency, and tickets are selling. They're extremely limited. I only have 16 in total, and four have already gone. So please do check out the link in my bio. This will be a full immersion into ceremony and ritual, working with frequency and the Magdalene energy, diving deep into womb wisdom, working with the rose medicine and the rose path, and so much more. We're going to share a delicious lunch together and morning tea. There'll be sound bowl healing and meditation, ancient wisdom practices, and immersion into the most spectacular property. La Tierra Cura Vita will be where we will meet and journey for a full day. So please do check that out. This is perfect for those of you in Newcastle, Central Coast, Sydney, and surrounds. I have a couple of people coming from interstate as well. So I cannot wait to bring you this incredible frequency, body-based, somatic-based healing and transformational journey, working with the Magdalene frequency. So let's get straight into this conversation with Shenanda. Hi, beautiful Shenanda. Welcome to the Woman Awake podcast. I am so excited to have you back on to this show and to chat with you about all things angels and your new book. Welcome, honey. Thank you. It's I always love chatting with you and it's an absolute honour to be with you today. Thanks, beautiful. I was stupidly excited when your publisher emailed me to ask for some words to be shared from my behalf on you and your work and obviously all that you have created for the global community and all that you've channeled from the angels. So I just want to say firstly, thank you for being on the planet at this time and gifted with your incredible connection with the angels and the, oh, the, the love that you impart 
through that work and the healing that you offer. So from, from me specifically, I bow to you and I say thank you, thank you, thank you. It's so good. <laughs> oh, darling, we're going to start off getting all emotional today. Oh. Receives with love and I deeply appreciate the work that we've done together over the years. Yeah, me too. So for those listening, Shananda has actually been on my podcast a while ago now, episode 014, where we talk about raising sensitive children, being an empath, and I share a lot of my relationship and connection with Shananda in that episode. So I'm sure by the end of this conversation, everybody will want more. So please head over to episode 014 and you can have a listen there. But today we're going to talk specifically about the angels and Shananda's work with the angels and her new book, The New Angel Messages, Awaken with the Angels. So we're going to dive straight in there and we're going to ask the big and important question. The angels, Shananda, who are they? What are they? What do they need <laughs> to help with? How do we help everybody understand the angels? Because I know some people, especially with um, wounding around religion, will mm. obviously contract and go, yeah, no, not for me. So let's help people understand what this is really about. Okay, this is totes my life's work. <laughs> so this is the fascinating, fascinating thing about angels. And I actually, I was a very reluctant um, participant in my own journey of working with the angels because like many people who I'm sure are listening today, um, I had a huge amount of resistance to mainstream religion. Um, you know, I talk about that a lot in the book. And they've been associated with um, you know, mainstream religion is filled with things that are not the core essence of angels. So shame, judgment, fear, external authority, you know, power um, in, in the control sense. A lot of really distorted stuff has come through mainstream religion. And, I, of course, I know there's some really beautiful aspects to it as well. So let's just completely dissolve all of that for a moment. Angels are, they have nothing to do with religion angels existed before the word religion was coined in our human dialogue angels are beings of love and light that serve humanity and serve the infinite one creator god whatever word you use to connect with that you know just unfathomable source of consciousness and creation Angels exist at a very, very high level of frequency and consciousness. So uh, depending on which type of angel you're connecting with, we're, we're connecting with beings who exist at a ninth or tenth density or frequency and above. There are actually infinite numbers of angels and there are a lot of angels that we actually can't connect with yet because our own human consciousness can't quite grasp their uh, their essence and their 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 consciousness is so vast. So angels, this is the thing that's fascinating to me is that actually when we incarnate on Earth, every single human has guardian angels who are there with them before they incarnate, from their very first breath till they pass back to the light and they help them through that process when they return to source. So guardian angels work with us individually and every single being has guardian angels. Archangels are different. Uh, this is, you know, might sound a little bit crude, but it's actually almost like they're a different species. So they have a completely different way of communicating with us. They have a different task. They have a different purpose. And the archangels work with us collectively. So they have broader themes that can help everybody through particular areas that they, they, they assist us with. There are some core aspects about angels, and, and this is one of the ways that you can really allow yourself to open to healing or reconnecting with their, their energy and consciousness because, you know, this actually just cuts to the chase of why they have nothing to do with religion. Angels don't shame us. Angels never ever judge us angels will never scare us angels will never violate our free will angels will accept us and love us unconditionally they will never talk down to you they will never laugh at you 
You will never feel afraid when you're communicating with an angel. And that relationship is actually something that we have intentionally been disconnected from and every single being has the ability to remember slash learn because it's a little bit of both to speak with angels. Everybody can do it. Yum. Every single word is like a soothing balm. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you would have felt, but the whole time you were talking there, 100%, I feel one angel, perhaps maybe more with me in my space here. Full body tingles, rush of warmth and energy, just wanting to close my eyes and bask in what feels like the most delicious embrace of love. A hundred percent. And I felt them come in before we started chatting. And to anyone who's listening to this conversation now, I'd invite you to open to this, this channel and this transmission that's coming through today, because as you can see, it's not just me who's receiving it. You're feeling it too. And for those listening, you can access this as well right now. Oh yeah. I'm struggling to hold back waves of tears and emotion because it's really quite strong right absolutely delicious and beautiful and it's overwhelming because it's it's this feeling of oh I'm okay I'm always okay and I'm so loved oh in fact I am love and to sink into this invisible support there's nothing quite like that you just hit the nail on the head it's it's sometimes it's quite hard to put into words but You know, I've worked with a lot of students over the years and when they really get to what you can do so beautifully, Claire, by just being able to open and trust and feel that communication, it's actually quite life-changing. Yeah. Yeah. Because that will never go away. You have access to this now. And, you know, truthfully, (laughs) don't we all need a little bit of that right now (laughs) as we move through this just the most significant shift in human consciousness ever. Ever, yep. <laughs> Bold and underline. And, you know, you're, you're right. The support that I learned to access through you with private mentoring and, of course, your incredible, incredible angel immersion is not something that uh, I, don't, I haven't forgotten how to do that. It's not something that I wonder if I've lost this skill, quote-unquote, to work with the angels because once that opening is there like you said this this journey with working with the angels for me as you know was a huge step in my personal awakening in downloading gifts understanding how to clear and release energy in a space understanding how to clear and release energy within myself understanding how to actually break down a belief system that I was unsupported and replace it with what I just described a moment ago which is unconditional, overflowing love and support that is ever present. This was a huge and pivotal, like it was a portal for me, Mm. which is why the excitement that I feel that your book and the angel messages is getting out into the world (laughs) (laughs) because it's not a small thing. It's life-changing to feel that level of support and to know that you're never alone. And I cannot tell you how many clients that I have worked with over the years that I push them, please go and purchase Shananda's Archangel Michael meditation. Start there, please, because it will change everything for you when you feel that level of support. So let's go to the book, because the book is born off a year of messages, a year of messages from the angels that offered thousands of people access to that support that I've just described. So tell us how you were guided to create, to channel, to bring those messages daily, because let's be honest, that's a huge commitment, Shalanda. <laughs> Even as I say that, my nervous system starts to short circuit. And then that evolved into a book. So can you give us a bit of understanding about the angel messages and how that happened? Oh my goodness, I'd love to. This is this is literally one of the most trippy things that I've ever been through, actually because I didn't know what was happening. So in 2019, I I was doing some other work and I was just at a point in my life where I was really tired. You know, I'm a single mum, I've got three kids. I've really reached a point of burnout. 
And so it was partly just a self-care decision, but it was also obviously partly guided, but I was basically told to stop everything. So my angelic team told me that I needed to stop. And so from June onwards in 2019, I went through this quite ridiculous, profound, really intense at times, what I would describe now as a mission activation. So I was having extraordinary uh, light code upgrades where I would have these physical experiences of, of sensing and feeling energy moving through my body. I was having really significant um, shifts in my own consciousness and awareness. I was being given very specific instructions for them on things that I was required to do. And I, I didn't know what was happening but I I you know looking back on it now I know that I was being prepared because the instructions and directions that I were giving sometimes they were very very specific I was told that I needed to start horse riding and it was out on a horse ride one day where I was given you know I had Archangel Butylil come through you know in, in, in the in this moment that I will never forget and he that was the first time that I was told that I needed to do this process of, of writing these messages. I was told to go to Uluru. And for the three days that I, I was at Uluru, I basically received the plan that they were giving me and, and the instructions for what they wanted me to do. But at the same time, my relationship with my angelic team, it's, you know, I'm human. It, it, it includes my own humor and my own personality. And and I remember when they said to me, we want you to channel a message every day for a year. And my response was, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Every, every day? Every single day? What do you mean for a whole year? What if I run out of messages? And their response was, you're not going to be writing the messages. We're going to be giving you the messages. All you have to do is show up. And I had a little bit of a fight with them. I was like, I've got three kids. Like, you know, I, I need to have some flexibility with this. And they said, no worries. We will, you know, you don't need to have a set time. The message will always come through at a time that is going to work for you. We will support you through this process. And I was like, what could you possibly have to say <laughs> that is so important that you need to, me to do this for a whole year? And so that was my leap of faith. And so, you know, I, I did need to hold myself accountable. I did actually make a post on my social media announcing that I was going to do that because otherwise, you know, I could have just like decided not to at some point. <laughs> um, but truthfully, Claire, it wasn't until, you know, so of course, you know, day one, January 2020, it wasn't till March or April that it tweaked, that the penny dropped and I understood the first uh, you know, clarity about what was happening. This was the great awakening. Mm -hmm. It had begun. And it was, I've got goosebumps all over me. <laughs> it was, it was like, oh, so you, you knew what was coming. Mm -hmm. You knew what we were moving into. And it wasn't until two or three months after that, that the second penny dropped, which was, Oh, these messages are not random. So they had a purpose. They had an intention. They had a plan. And when you look at the messages in their entirety, once you actually work with the 365 messages, they take you on a journey. And the purpose of this journey is to support anyone who reads this book, anyone who works with these messages through their own awakening. That actually completely blows my brains that they asked me to do that, that I listened, that I did it. But Claire, my own experience of working with these messages that year not only did I experience the, what's the word, like the, I was taken on that journey. Mm. So just by putting my bum on the sofa and, and, and actually channeling every day for that, for that year, the messages impact me. The, the messages changed me. Mm. 
And then there was this whole other trippy second layer to that, which was that because I was doing this online on my social media, all of my followers got to come along on that journey with me. So we did it together. Yes, we did. Oh, I was there with you in awe and also a little bit confused, like how is she doing this every day? (laughs) Uh, And in gratitude. And I'm excited to sit with the book and go front to back because, Mm -hmm. as you say, I, I landed on each of those messages every day. But to sit and traverse through the book now as opposed to one a day and be taken on that journey at this point of the awakening and of my personal journey, I'm fascinated to see what it triggers and brings up and shifts and holds me through. And it was so interesting, the nature of the messages that came through. Of course, I can't remember every single one of them, but I remember it always felt like such a strong guiding force. And there was this clear thread of honesty uh, and yet... Uh, it it wasn't like this is what's going to happen, Mm -hmm. but it was uh, you were able to interpret through those messages what was relevant for you. And then that underneath all of that was this, there is still peace here amongst this chaos. There is still love here. There is still, you know, I'll never forget one of the transmissions that you, you shared. And it was such a huge activation. And I really felt like, This is what I've been missing. I've been missing this very clear, important message, which is if I really believe in love and unity consciousness, how do I bring this through and live this instead of letting my rage and my anger and my frustration lead the way, which was what Mm -hmm. was happening some point last year. And I remember being so grateful for those messages because it felt like we see you, we understand you, but don't forget this, Claire. Don't forget this. Don't forget the peace and the love and how powerful that is. Don't forget that this will prevail. And it was this constant wind beneath my wings kind of experience every time I read a message. Like, oh, yes, that's right. Thank you for reminding me. Love is the most powerful force and energy. Love is what will prevail. Did you feel that as those messages were coming through as well? Oh, just on so many levels, Claire, because, you know, I'm I'm human too, right? And so as we moved through 2020 and then 2021, right, um, I had my own personal experience of grief, rage, um, judgment, you know, all of the shadow emotions that were come, frustration, pain, um, so much was coming up for me. And... Of course, I, I practice what I preach. And so all of the messages that were coming through, I implemented them in my own experience, in my own relationships with my children, with my family, with my friends, with my understanding of the world around me. And it's, you know, if I think about my own journey over the last two years, it's been, it's, it's been challenging, not just with what we're navigating, but it's actually, it's taken me, beyond my understanding of what I was capable of expressing and understanding with my own relationship with the world. And, you know, you absolutely nailed it with this. You know, this book came through for all of the lightworkers, for all of the starseeds, for all of the beings, and this is me and you included, who for our whole life in this lifetime We've always known that there was something that we were here to do and we haven't quite been able to put our finger on what it was. Mm. We knew something was coming. We knew that we had a mission. We knew that we had a purpose, right? And we are here to be the expression and the embodiment of literally the most significant and profound leap forward in human consciousness in the entirety of all the incarnations on earth. No small thing. (laughs) No, it's huge and it's hard sometimes. It's really, really hard sometimes. We are absolutely being asked to extend into something that we have no memory of 
in this or in any other lifetime. This is like mastery of the human experience. We are literally evolving on a mind, body and spirit level. And we know that we're doing it. We're aware of it as it's happening. It's a complete trip. Yep. But these messages will, it's almost like there's a, there's a map. Mm. There is an anchor. There is a refer- reference point to come back to with this book to support you to find your path through this. I love that because one of the things that I've been saying to myself and to clients is before we can create the change in the world around us or impact this great awakening in a positive way, it has to begin from the internal landscape. You have to find your own inner magic and medicine and serve the world from a place that feels really aligned for you and you have to heal within and you have to do the transformational work for yourself. And although that may seem really selfish or you may think that you've got to be outwardly focused all the time, the more that I've come to understand is that it's an inside job which ripples out so I, I love that you've said that I love that you've highlighted that you know it's it's this this anchor the angels anchoring you through your own awakening knowing that that is having the greatest impact possible mm. which I think is a really important message for us to hear right when we feel so futile and helpless all the time yeah, I think that's actually one of the biggest shifts for me over the last couple of years, you know, and there's there's so much relevance to what's going on in the world around us too with this, um, this shift from external authority mm. to sovereignty, to sovereignty, to inner authority. There is no expert. There is no teacher. There is no guru. There is no leader. There is no saviour. Every single answer that you seek will always be found within. And with that, you are so much more capable, powerful, worthy, resilient than you realize. And that's that journey of working with these messages over and over and over again, whether it's for a year, for me now, it's two years of working with these messages. It helps you come back into remembering who you really are. Mm. And can I add here that I think what I'm also hearing is that the more that we come back to our sovereignty and our internal authority, and we remember this capability and power and worthiness and resilience that you've just described, then we have even more desire and ability to serve people, community, to be of support to each other. Like you can see what's unfolding right now in the Northern Rivers. Mm -hmm. There is no external authority or governing body providing support, but all these sovereign, capable, powerful, worthy, resilient individuals who are so clear as to who they truly are, are therefore not batting an eyelid as they have to get literally in the mud and support each other. Oh, you've Order just hit to, the nail on the head, Claire. Yeah, so people often say to me, sovereignty sounds so selfish, Claire, and, you know, you talk about this and it sounds like it's just me, me, me. It's actually, no. The more that I reference myself internally and the more that I'm supported to understand my sovereignty, the more that I see that everybody is sovereign and therefore I want to be part of your experience of life. Do you know there's a there's a consistent message that comes through from the angels and I just had goosebumps when you were saying that because this is such a perfect example and don't we all need a little bit of hope to have proof that the awakening is actually occurring right now and there's the proof, Claire. That is such a beautiful example of this. One of the consistent messages that the angels have brought through for all of the lightworkers and the starseeds who have this compulsion to serve There is a direct correlation between your own self-care, your own healing journey, your own awakening journey, your own ascension journey, and your capacity to serve. Yes. 
it has to be done within first. You cannot, I mean, it's like trying to, I mean, if you think about a fuel cell, if you think about like a, a battery cell, if you're trying to give all of your energy to the world, but you, there's, no, there's no fuel source underneath all of that, then you're running on empty the whole time. Whereas if you are doing your process, your healing, looking after yourself, your capacity to serve others is infinitely greater. That's right. It's, it's deepening the understanding of self-love and self-care, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 100%. And there's, a, there's, a, there's also the extra layer of, um, you know, which is the rebellious kind of indigo side of me coming out, which is, we don't need to wait for a government or a leader or somebody or some expert who has some qualification to give us permission to speak our truth, make our own decisions, take action in the world. I mean, that is so central to what is occurring on an, on the external, but of course it's occurring on the internal, That's right? It. Yep. hundred percent. And I'm with you on that indigo rebellious. <laughs> <laughs> You know that about me. It's like, oh, my whole life questioning my rebellious energy. And it's like, aha, I get it. Oh, I get it. It's meant to be here. Mm-hmm. And it's a sacred essence and energy. So for anyone else listening and resonating with that, go forth with your rebellious self, please. Mm-hmm. So let's just take a step back because there's something that you mentioned that I want to touch on it. You were talking about um, right at the beginning when you were being told by your angelic support team to stop and that you understood it to be a mission activation. Before 2020 kicked in and all the stuff started to happen, did you actually notice a shift in the communication with the angels in the lead up besides the stop, stop, stop everything? Or was it almost like a you ticked over on the calendar and then the guidance started to change? No, for me, it started before that. And, you know, there's a couple of practical things with that too. Of course, because I, I, I did, I stopped the work that I was doing, which was really intense. There was a lot of travel involved. I was very, very busy. And, you know, I was spending a lot more time outdoors in my light practice, in meditation, in horse riding, in, um, you know, ocean swimming and walks and so on. So I did actually, I did actually have more space to receive. Um, and, and, what I was receiving was starting to amp up to a level that I had never experienced before. So, you know, that's a little bit of a chicken and egg conversation, you know, was, I don't know, um, was probably a little bit of both. Um, But then the other side of this is something really interesting for people who actually want to dive in and deepen their, their own angel relationship. How do you get better at receiving angel messages? Well, you practice, Mm. right? And so then of course, when I did start the process on the 1st of January, I, it was already very open for me. So I, I didn't have any difficulty receiving the messages. But of course, committing to do that for 365 days, you know, this is like, this is like becoming an elite athlete of, of, of channeling angels. That journey for myself of, of actually committing to do that and doing that every single day, I came out the other side of that oh, my God, I did not even know it was possible to be able to extend my own channeling and intuitive abilities to the levels that that developed over that year as well. And I saw that, you know, as, as a friend and a student of yours, I saw and I could feel the difference and the depth as the year progressed and as time progressed, even some of your live transmissions, it was like, what is happening, Shananda? Are you even human anymore? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, anybody that maybe goes onto your Instagram can find that incredible activation that you sent out to us. Uh, Mm. I'm sure you know the one I'm talking about. I do. Shaking in their boots and putting on their armour and getting ready to fight. It was just like, whoa. I remember sitting in this very same spot just going, Oh my goddess, what just happened? Whole body trembling, like light flooding into my system, Mm -hmm. feeling like if the house was on fire, I could probably put it out. I felt that powerful. It was really amazing. Oh, yeah, that was for me too, babe. That Guardians of the Light channel was, I mean, there was a frequency in that. That wasn't just, that wasn't just me verbalizing a, a, a channel. 
one of the things that I, and I know you would have picked up on it, but a lot of people who watched that one said that they could hear the, they could hear my voice, that there was something coming through me. It sounded different. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) I remember, and I I remember just going, this is just incredible, watching you expand into that relationship with the angels and that channel was so powerful. So this leads me to my next question. How do you stay attuned to the message and the channel without your triggers and opinions clouding you? Because I remember more than once, both in the angel aura, the private group within the immersion, which I'll mention in a second, within live channels, I remember more than once you actually saying, well, guys, hold on, this is a little bit triggering for me. You were often asked to share or say things that were perhaps not what you would initially believe or think or align to. How do you stay attuned to what's coming through when your human self is coming up going, ouch, no, I don't agree with this, or this is really uncomfortable? Mm. I, I'm so glad you asked that question. Look, there's the key, there's one word, there's one word with that, and it's integrity. Mm. And it's a core value of mine. It always has been. And it's underpinned all of my work to date Because if we just pull back a little bit, right, if we look at the industry that I'm in, which is completely unregulated Mm. and truthfully very distorted, Mm -hmm. there are infinitely more unclear and unethical readers and channels in the world then there are highly trained highly skilled and clear channels and that's actually really dangerous and it's something that I've got very strong feelings about so how do I do that how do I stay clear I work really hard I practice a lot I hold myself accountable I have a very strict code of ethics which I teach in my angel messenger certification. So when I train people to be able to bring through messages professionally, uh, the, you know, lesson one is the angelic light code where we, where we talk about integrity and, and the required skill and technique of being able to do this with discernment and to hold yourself separate from the message. But that part of it is a technique, Claire. So part of it is, you know, learning to actually discern the different tone between your your own identity, your own thoughts, your own sense of self, your own beliefs and judgments and experiences and shadows and veils and being able to get to a very high level where you can bring through an angelic message and hold, oh, it's really trippy, babe, mm-hmm. but you can, you know, you get to the point where you can actually be receiving a message that you don't have no idea what they're talking about (laughs) right I'll be trying to explain things sometimes I've got no idea what they're talking about or even worse or not worse but more challenging is sometimes that they're bringing through a message that absolutely triggers me yeah that it absolutely challenges me and I'll you know I resist sometimes I, I don't want to bring that message through because I'm uncomfortable with that but they don't they don't let me do that they push me, unfortunately. Because <laughs> they know that you can do it. Yeah. That's pretty powerful. Integrity. Integrity. I think that that, it is a skill. It's not something that we're always taught, are we? No, it takes a lot of practice. And and that's my commitment to this work. It's very important to me to be able to maintain uh, integrity and a clear channel for these messages because hey guess what we've had thousands of years of those messages being distorted through mainstream religion and truthfully through a lot of the new age community as well there's um, you know I've got to be careful with what I say there but there's plenty of other people who've brought through angel messages and I think anyone who's had um, awareness of this over the last 20 or so years will know um, there's there's still a lot of distortions within even the spiritual and new age community as well and the challenge in there is to just, um, yeah, to not be in a state of judgment and just no. keep working on, like you said, that that integrity and yeah. more authentic self in that. So that leads me to a, another question that I personally just am intrigued to ask and know the answer to. Having watched 
you share and step deeper into that work over that year. <clears throat> How did you cope with a huge surge of attention on your work <laughs> and on the angels? Because it, the, your following, and I don't mean numbers, but I mean the, the energy and the, the collective awareness around what you were doing and sharing and bringing through. I mean, I can't tell you how many clients would say to me, oh, I was watching Shananda's thing the other day. I read this from Shananda and it's like, okay, wow, you're reaching really far and the angels are getting to where they need to go, which I loved. But then also my little small human self with her delicate nervous system goes, wow, how did you hold that? Mm. Well, the angels helped me. <laughs> um, you know what, parts of it were really challenging for me because that my, my intention was never to seek that. Um, I, my light practice has, has been a core foundation over the last two years to help me grow into my capacity to hold at a higher energetic level because, it, you know, that, that is a part of this. Um, I've had to support myself. I'm very, very committed to my self-care. I'm very, very committed to my self-care. So the different practitioners and healers that I work with that help me prepare for whatever my next expansion is personally, and it always seems to happen like that. That takes us back to what we were talking about earlier, Claire, but I always get prepared in advance for something that's coming in. And so as, you know, I, I would be guided to work more with, you know, a body worker or with my kinesiologist or, you know, with an acupuncturist or whoever it was and to extend my personal light practice. And then the shift would happen. So then my capacity to somehow energetically connect with um, a wider audience, the words feel a little bit clumsy, but it is a very mag magnetic and energetic process for me. It's not something that's calculated. Yeah. I put the work into myself first and then it seems to be that there is some sort of shift and an expansion with my capacity to be able to hold for a greater and wider audience. Sounds like you've just described the essence of manifestation, right? We're not putting our energy into the very goal that we're trying to reach. We're not even placing attention there. We're placing it on the frequency that we're holding and that we're being in. I think that your light practice Let's talk a little bit more about that because I think that that's at the core of what you've just described. Mm. I know what a light practice is, but maybe somebody listening might not. So what do you mean when you say that? A light practice is anything that helps you raise your frequency. It's anything that helps you expand your auric field. It's anything that helps you connect to connect to that love light energy, mm. that universal energy of creation. A light practice is, you know, from the angel's perspective, it's whatever you love, mm -hmm. right? It's that thing that on a tough day that you, you, you tune in and you ask your angels, what's my highest priority for my light practice today? And it could be anything, you know, it doesn't have to be strict. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to wake at 4 a.m. and, um, you know, I don't know, do some, you know, two-hour ritual it's not like that it's just something that gives you access to the light and your light practice is it doesn't have to be expensive it's very human it's not just about sort of you know um quotation marks spiritual practices yep. it's just something that takes you back into love takes you back into the light could be having a nap yum you know, it, it could be it could be listening to a podcast, it could be using some essential oils, could be having a shower, could be ocean swimming, could be meditation, it could be singing, it could be doing something creative. It literally just needs to be whatever is going to give you that feeling of, oh, that feels so good yes. in that moment. Yes. And you know, one of the things that I've done for myself for years and I invite clients to do and I remember you reminding me of this when I was in the thick of the fog of sleep deprivation. I write a list in my phone and it is just all the things that mm. feed the light back in, all the things that I would classify under my light practice. And it's, like you said, it's such a mixed bag. 
yeah, all different experiences that maybe affect the mind, the body, or the soul, or everything at once. And I just invite people to do the same, and maybe it's a post-it note by your bed, so that when you're feeling out of sorts or you feel disconnected, that you don't just lose yourself in that, unless mm -hmm. that is part of what your experience is asking of you. But you, you remember, you have this list and you look upon it and you go, okay, yeah, maybe I do just want to sit and rub an essential oil on my feet and inhale this beautiful scent and just stare out the window. Okay, great. You've just had a remembrance of something that soothes you or nourishes you. Mm -hmm. And I think that that really helped me in times where I felt um, unanchored or I didn't have the ability to just automatically and ritualistically step into a practice every day that I needed something to remember and to be reminded mm. of. I think that makes a really big difference. 100%. Mm. I'm so grateful for you. I have so many questions, but I'm trying to not <laughs> talk for 500 hours. Mm -hmm. So one of the last things that I really want to understand, it's kind of two questions. So let's start with this part. What is at the core of what you believe to be the angel messages or the, the book, the new angel messages. I know there's not one, but what's the core takeaway? What is it the angels consistently wanted us to hear and know? You're going to be okay. You are exactly where you're meant to be. You are not missing anything. And you are far more powerful than you realize. Ah, and I agree. Amen. So beautiful. Just letting all of that sink in. And that's what I heard at the beginning of our call, actually. So what do you want us to know, Shananda? Human to human. Mm. Okay. Human to human, my invitation is... To be curious because this journey, you know, there's a lot going on in the world right now, but this journey of working with the angels might just surprise you. Mm -hmm. It might just change your life in ways that you actually can't comprehend right now. And my invitation is to trust that whisper to trust that feeling, to trust that ping that you might be getting to go down this pathway. Because I know that for me, just on a practical human level, single mum, three children, very busy business, world collapsing around us as we go through the Great Awakening, right? <laughs> it's, it's, I, I don't even have words, Claire. I, I truly don't have words to convey how much this has been completely mind-blowing for me, working with the messages in this book, completely taken me into an understanding of myself and the world around me that I did not even think was possible. It's just so beautiful as a human to hear you speak of your own book like that because... It, it, and I know you probably agree with this, this is a channeled book. And there's this sense of you are the messenger bringing this through. Mm. There is not, as you said, a guru sitting here imparting these angel messages. You are experiencing it with us as we access the wisdom and the light that's here within these messages. So I thank you, mm -hmm. human to human, for being that portal for all of that to pour through. So I want to understand very clearly, step by step, for the listeners, how they can work through this journey with you. Of course, there is your Instagram account where you share so much beautiful free content. There is the book, The New Angel Messages, which I highly recommend everybody get their hands on too. <laughs> it's like the modern day Bible of guidance and love. And then can you talk us through the other ways that people can sink deeper if they're ready to explore? This sure, time? I'd love to. So my sacred online community, the Angel Aura, which you are a beautiful light beam member of. Um, and in the Angel Aura, it's, it's off social media, Claire, as you know. So 
there's, oh, I don't know, there's hundreds of members now from all around the world. They're all starseeds. They're all light workers. There's a really beautiful energy in that space. And in the angel aura, you receive a weekly written channeled angel transmission every Monday morning. And every fortnight I do a live group Zoom and the Zoom format is the first half of the Zoom is a channel and the second half of the Zoom is answering questions from members of the Angel Aura. And the Angel Aura is designed to support you through your process of your awakening and your ascension. Then for those who are ready to really dive deeper into their own relationship with the angels, my Angel Immersion course is you know, it's affordable, it's accessible, it's all online and it's self-paced. So you can do it at whatever your own schedule is. You know, some people like to do that course over a weekend. Some people like to spend a year just journeying with the angels. And then I do one-on-one sessions. So I do angel readings and I do a lot of mentoring now. So I work with a lot of my students who I've been working with for years, supporting them through their process. And all of those are available on my website. Lastly is my angel messenger certification. So my angel messenger certification is a four month journey. Uh, It's done on live zooms. I've run two rounds of that now. I'm about to announce a third round and that's to learn how to channel angel messages at a practitioner level. And anyone can do that. There is a prerequisite of having done the angel immersion course first, but that's, that's my most powerful offering. And that's something that's always felt like a, a, a part of my pathway because I, I very much feel the angels when they're with me and I very much feel them. It, it's a, a body-based experience for me. It's very sensory. But in terms of translating the message that comes through, that's still not something that's fully landed for me yet. So mm. I feel like at some point you're going to find me in that space. No, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I have had the the most delicious experience conversing with you and diving into this journey and your book and your work and the angels, of course. And obviously being surrounded by them this entire call was just so spectacular. There are many moments, Shananda, where I had my eyes closed, just floating in bliss and actually had to force myself to kind of come back fully present to the conversation because Mm. it just feels so lush to just be in that field of love that they provide you. So I'm not quite sure exactly who was with us, but it was delicious. And I thank them for being here. And I thank you so much for the work that you do in the world and for taking the time to have this conversation with me today. I'm just smiling from ear to ear, Claire. I just, I love speaking with you. Oh, thank you. I love speaking with you too. I just want to reach through the interwebs and squeeze you. So here I am hugging you and loving on you. And I wish your your book to have wings so it can fly all over the world and land in all of the hearts that it needs to. Thank you for listening to Woman Awake. If you found this episode supportive, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes. This is the best way to cheer me on and ensure that Woman Awake lands in the hearts and ears of those that need it most. If you think of someone that needs this medicine, please do me a favor and share this on. You can find me over at clarabade.com slash podcast. Thank you for being a part of this journey of awakening.